the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good afternoon, Bill Bunkley here. This is the Bill Bunkley Show, and we are glad that you are tuned in this afternoon. And we have some breaking news this afternoon. You probably have heard during the day that not one, but two different maritime vessels, commercial vessels, were attacked as they were in the Gulf of Oman, getting ready to uh, transverse the um, Persian Gulf. And uh, this morning, as we woke up, we were under the impression that one of the one was an oil tanker that was hit by a, tor- uh, a, a torpedo, and the other one was hit by a mine. And the one that hit, got hit by the mine was transferring some uh, fertilizer, I understand. So as the day has unfolded, there, of course, uh, have been a lot of uh, investigations by the United States Navy. Uh, as we are aware this afternoon that both ships both ships <coughs> were actually evacuated of their uh, crewmen. And um, up until just a few moments ago, we were under the impression that one got hit by a tornado and then one got hit by one of these mines. But the U.S. Navy is reporting that one of the ships still had a mine that did not detonate, that was, uh, I guess, hanging on or by the side of the hull. They have um, come to the conclusion that it has been uh, an act of uh, aggression by Iran and not the uh, the Hutus or one of the other uh, groups that are right there around that entrance into the Persian Gulf that tend to be Iranian proxies. Now, just a few moments ago, um, Mike Pompeo, Secretary of State for the United States of America, just had a presser. And what we want to do is is bring you that uh, press conference now because this is a very, very significant event with the United States now officially putting the blame for these two attacks at the feet of the Iranians. Let's listen in. Uh, good afternoon. It is the assessment of the United States government that the Islamic Republic of Iran is responsible for the attacks that occurred in the Gulf of Oman today. This assessment is based on intelligence, the weapons used, the level of expertise needed to execute the operation, recent similar Iranian attacks on shipping, and the fact that no proxy group operating in the area has the resources and proficiency to act with such a high degree of sophistication. This is only the latest in a series of attacks instigated by the Islamic Republic of Iran and its surrogates against American and allied interests. And they should be understood in the context of 40 years of unprovoked aggression against freedom-loving nations. On April 22nd, Iran promised the world that it would interrupt the flow of oil through the Strait of Hormuz. It is now working 
to execute on that promise. In early May, the Revolutionary Guard Corps attempted the covert deployment of modified DAOs capable of launching missiles. On May 12th, Iran attacked four commercial ships near the Strait of Hormuz. On May 14th, Iran-backed surrogates attacked by armed drones struck two strategically important oil pipelines in the Saudi Arabia. On May 19th, a rocket landed near the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad. On May 31st, a car bomb in Afghanistan wounded four U.S. service members, killed four Afghan civilians, and wounded bystanders. Yesterday, Iranian surrogates fired a missile into Saudi Arabia, striking the arrivals terminal of an international airport, injuring 26 people. Taken as a whole, these unprovoked attacks present a clear threat to international peace and security, a blatant assault on the freedom of navigation, and an unacceptable campaign of escalating tension by Iran. Prime Minister Abe made a trip, a historic trip to Iran, to ask the regime to de-escalate and enter into talks. Iran's Supreme Leader rejected Prime Minister Abe's diplomacy today by saying he has no response to President Trump and will not answer. The Supreme Leader's government then insulted Japan by attacking a Japanese oil oil tanker just outside of Iranian waters, threatening the lives of the entire crew, creating a maritime emergency. Iran's foreign minister today responded to these attacks. He said sardonically, quote, suspicious doesn't begin to describe what likely transpired this morning, end of quote. Foreign Minister Zarif may think this is funny, but no one else in the world does. Iran is lashing out because the regime wants our successful maximum pressure campaign lifted. No economic sanctions entitle the Islamic Republic to attack innocent civilians, disrupt global oil markets, and engage in nuclear blackmail. The international community condemns Iran's assault on the freedom of navigation and the targeting of innocent civilians. Today, I've instructed our U.N. Ambassador Jonathan Cohen to raise Iran's attacks in the U.N. Security Council meeting later this afternoon. Our policy remains an economic and diplomatic effort to bring Iran back to the negotiating table at the right time to encourage a comprehensive deal that addresses the broad range of threats, threats today apparent for all the world to see, to peace and security. Iran should meet diplomacy with diplomacy, not with terror, bloodshed, and extortion. The United States will defend its forces, interests, and stand with our partners and allies to safeguard global commerce and regional stability. We call upon all nations threatened by Iran's provocative acts to join us in that endeavor. Thank you. That was Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, and the reason why we wanted to bring you that uh, press conference that just occurred moments ago is that uh, he has laid down the gauntlet with some very, very serious uh, statements on behalf of the United States of America. The fact that we are now openly blaming Iran and not the proxies in the region, uh, not only for today's attack on two maritime the civilian vessels, but you just heard the the Secretary of State go down a long litmus uh, list, I should say, of uh, the incursions that we believe lie at the feet of the Iranians. Now, I want to tell you that our sanctions against this government have been pretty crucial. Uh, 
and they have been pretty effective. And uh, let's go back to that April 20-something remark, uh, remarks from the, uh, the Iranian leadership that they were going to be retaliating for what the United States has been doing in terms of uh, these policies against their country because there have been shortages. Uh, they're having all sorts of problems because those particular embargoes have been uh, proven to be very effective. So now that we have this allegation, and here's what we need to look for. The president is going to be speaking here shortly at a previously scheduled White House event. Normally, um, he will also make comments about uh, serious uh, items in terms of breaking news. So this is not only the fact that we have two vessels that had to be completely evacuated, uh, and our Navy was there to help get these um, uh, members of the ship off the ship uh, while they uh, were suffering from the attacks. And now we know that it was two mines. It wasn't a torpedo in one of those attacks. So the president is going to be uh, speaking here shortly. Uh, Mike Miracle is going to do uh, his best to um, be with us here on the show, but also to keep an eye out on what the president may say, because this is very, very serious situation. And um, whether or not uh, this has escalated to the point where it calls for military, direct military intervention, I don't think so. But we have edged all so much closer to that uh, particular potential inevitability. And um, when Iran, when and if Iran, Iran is attacked by the United States or anybody else in terms of allies, uh, that's going to really step up the individual terrorist-type operations, not only in that part of the world, but wherever they have uh, the sleeper cells uh, implanted. And I believe firmly that there are sleeper cells here in this country and sleeper cells uh, all around the world. And what I mean by that is is uh, we've had such loose um, border protection here um, I'm not going to be the least bit surprised that over the last uh, month or two, year or two, or years, that we have um, uh, either through illegal means or maybe even through legal immigration. They may not be Iranians, but uh, individuals that are certainly sympathetic to uh, the position of Iran. And so um, these are all the things that the White House, President Trump, and his advisors are having to calculate. And so as uh, we have uh, gotten to a point today with this uh, further ratcheting up of, uh, uh, I don't know if I would call it a game of chicken, but certainly it it is very concerning. You might want to consult a map of um, not only the Gulf of Oman, the Straits of Hormuz, and then the Persian Gulf. You're probably somewhat familiar with the Persian Gulf because you've got uh, Iraq that's on one side of it, Iran's on the other. But to get an idea of what's happening here, we have the, um, oh yeah, breaking news. President Trump uh, has tweeted that Sarah Sanders is leaving as the White House press secretary. This is just coming across the wires. President Trump has tweeted that Sarah Sanders is leaving as the White House press secretary. So we'll get that out to you, obviously, uh, on the spot there. 
as we were talking about the geographical area of um, that most important part of the world, I want you, if you get a chance, uh, certainly not while you're driving, but to pull up a map of that area and specifically to re, uh, remind yourself of the geography of uh, the place that uh, is really heating up. Of course, you can see Iran, you can see Iraq, and then you can see the Persian Gulf as you move uh, to the um, southern end of the Persian Gulf. It then goes into the Strait of Hormuz. Now, that is a choke, uh, what we call a choke point, because uh, there's not very distance from the land that juts out from the west bank uh, of that area, and then, of course, uh, the bank on the other side. And so that is a particularly hazardous uh, passage for those particular oil tankers that are coming through that passage and entering into the Persian Gulf to head to the petroleum terminals, that is, uh, that's always been a place of vulnerability. That is exactly what uh, Iran is using in his strategy. However, if you follow that uh, Persian Gulf down to the Strait of Hormuz, when you pass through the straits, you now come into the Gulf of Oman. Now, the Gulf of Oman is where we have been having these um, attacks on the shipping uh, in the uh, uh, recent uh, time schedule. And uh, that's why there are surrogates. There's proxies around that area on both sides. Houthis are one of them. And that's why it was suspected that they were part of this. But uh, today, Mike Pompeo says they don't have the sophistication to do that. Well, I'm going to take a time out in just a moment as we have just received news that a familiar face at the White House, uh, the young lady who has uh, gone toe-to-toe with the national, international press, Sarah Sanders, is leaving the White House as press secretary, and we'll follow that more as it unfolds. Now, another White House personality is under fire for violation of the Hatch Act. We'll tell you what the Hatch Act is and we'll tell you the allegations against Kelly and Conway. Coming up next in the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. If you don't have a battery-operated radio and light when the power goes out, you may be considered a little crazy. This is Bob from Sea Crane, and radio is the only service that stays up when all communications are down. We believe that having an emergency radio and light that always works is one of the most important things you can have in your emergency kit. Well, with the CC Observer, you get both. The Observer is an AM, FM, and weather band radio that will keep you updated during any local emergency. The Observer can be charged by a hand crank or can be used with common AA batteries. It has a built-in flashlight and a lighted dial. The CC Observer is the radio and light source that you should have during a power outage. Order the CC Observer for the low price of $44.95 by calling C. Crane at 800-522-8863. That's 800-522-8863. Or visit us online at ccradio.com. 
For excellent radios and customer service, Seacrane is the company of choice. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your AC, plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. You wouldn't allow just anyone in your home, and Cornerstone Pros doesn't let just anyone join their team. Cornerstone Pros employs only the best technicians. Each one has been background checked, drug tested, and professionally trained to certify their skills before they ever step foot in your home. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com and join her every Saturday at 9.30 a.m. on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here on a very, very busy afternoon. We just learned that the United States has uh, leveled charges against Iran for both of the attacks on uh, the two maritime vessels today in the Gulf of Oman. And then we are awaiting a press conference from um, President Trump. We're not going to bring it to you live, uh, but we're monitoring that. And if the president, what the president has to say about the Gulf of Oman. Or our next topic this afternoon, because we are preempting some of our stories today because of the breaking news. Uh, One of the breaking news items is that uh, Sarah Sanders is going to leave the White House at the end of June. She will no longer be working as the press secretary. And so that just came across the wires a few moments ago. And the next uh, breaking news we're going to talk about is uh, Kellyanne Conway has been accused uh, for violating the Hatch Act. Uh, By the way, our phone numbers are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673 on a very, very busy breaking news afternoon here of uh, some very important stories. Well, let's go ahead and take a look as uh, we're going to see what and if the president will comment on uh, the situation in Iran Fox News is reporting that um, there has been a report filed. It's a pretty explosive report, by the way. And uh, Brooke Singman is uh, reporting with Fox News, and this is relatively new this afternoon as well. They, uh, the report says that Kellyanne Conway it is asking for her removal from the White House. And it's from the Office of the Special Counsel. Now, let me very quickly tell you, this is not the special counsel that is referred to as the Mueller investigation or has anything to do with Bob Mueller. This is a longstanding government entity. And the special counsel, Henry Kermer, has revealed in an interview that uh, he has no animus toward her while defending his team's work. But they have asked for her removal. And uh, what we have going on here, that um, 
what the allegations are is that she has the Hatch Act is uh, is an act that prohibits government employees, those that are on the payroll of the federal government, are not supposed to be uh, involved with um, anything that has to do with partisan politics. Now, what this is all about is the president is saying that it is nothing more than politics. But uh, the potential violation of the Hatch Act, which again limits political activities of federal employees, that Kellyanne Conway has been charged with disparaging Democratic presidential candidates while speaking in her official capacity during media appearances. The report has recommended that Kellyanne Conway be fired from employment with the federal government. And um, so far, Fox is reporting that there, uh, you know, there is no, uh, um, there's no indication of the White House taking up uh, any of these recommendations. In fact. The White House uh, has engaged by firing back by calling the report unprecedented and suggested it was politically motivated. The White House said that the Office of Special Counsel uh, and their unprecedented actions against Kelly Ann Conway are deeply flawed and violate her constitutional rights to free speech and due process. That came from Deputy Press Secretary Stephen Groves in a prepared statement. Its decisions seem to be influenced by media pressure and liberal organizations, and perhaps the OSC should be mindful of its own mandate to act in a fair, impartial, non-political manner and not misinterpret or weaponize, weaponize the Hatch Act. The report and the response to it swiftly um, has thrust uh, Kermer, who is a Trump appointee, into a political firestorm. So this is going to be interesting to see what the president will tweet on this in the days ahead. But um, as we look at this, we certainly know that uh, Kellyanne Conway has made a lot of appearances at Fox News. That's what the reference is here. Their letter dated June the 11th delivered a point-by-point rebuttal of the OSC report and the White House said it is based on multiple fundamental legal and factual errors, makes unfair and unsupported claims against a close advisor to the president, is the product of a blatantly unfair process that ignored statutory notice requirements and has been influenced by various inappropriate uh, considerations. And so as we are monitoring this this afternoon, The report itself stated that uh, in one February 19th interview on Fox and Friends, Kellyanne Conway, quote, insinuated that Senator Brooker was sexist and a tiny motivational speaker. Also, she claimed that Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat Massachusetts, was lying about her ethnicity. Conway also attacked former Representative Beto O'Rourke 
for not thinking that women running are good enough to be president, quote, unquote. So now we have yet another controversy uh, surrounding the president. Your thoughts, 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Now, the third uh, area of uh, breaking news is that, um, and this was going to be our lead story until these other things have uh, erupted this afternoon. President Donald Trump severely misspoke last night. And that's because the president made a statement, was asked a question, that basically indicated if there was a foreign government that had some dirt on one of his presidential political opponents, that he would be inclined to sit down, hear them out, and see what they have to say. And if necessary, if it rose to the level that he thought it should be reported to the FBI, he would report to the FBI. Now, this is going to be interesting because I think the president needs to walk this back because that would be a violation of federal law. Because you cannot have anyone of a foreign government either exercise substantial influence by by a monetary means or by something that would be reported by them that has a monetary significance. So if it was some alleged dirt on one of the other presidential candidates, that's what fires and, and triggers that. So the president was probably not aware of it, but the president was given a hypothetical, and it was not a prepared text. And I think that um, though he's not inclined to do these type of things, I think that uh, this was one that he needed to really reconsider. Phone lines are open. Your thoughts, 877-943-9673. I'm Bill Bunkley. We'll have more on this breaking news. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. It's been announced that White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders will be leaving Washington, D.C. at the end of the month. President Trump is speaking from the White House and has delivered remarks on second-chance hiring practices. A jury says a South Carolina father should be executed for killing his five children. The jury unanimously agreed on the death penalty for 37-year-old Timothy Jones, Jr. Stocks finishing higher on Wall Street as a jump in the price of oil is boosting energy companies. Today, U.S. oil rose 3% after the two oil tankers were damaged in suspected attacks near the strategic Strait of Hormuz. Brent crude, the international benchmark, gained 2.7% by midday on Wall Street. The Dow finished up 102 points, the NASDAQ up 44, the S&P gained a dozen. This is SRN News. Have you been denied credit? Are you paying high interest rates because of a low credit score? Join the thousands of people who've relied on CreditRepair.com to help rebuild their credit score. I went to get my first car. I had to get a used car, high interest, and so I knew that things were things were done from there. For over 15 years, we've helped thousands with their search for solutions to credit issues. We communicate with you, your creditors, and the credit bureaus with a unique approach designed to remove items like late payments, collections, charge-offs, liens, bankruptcy, and foreclosures that are unfair or inaccurate. And I've gone up 40 points already. 
There are many services offering to tell you your credit score and even monitor it for you. But what good is just knowing your credit score when what you really need is to fix it? Credit repair members see a significant improvement in their credit scores month after month. Call now to get your no-obligation credit consultation, including your free credit score and free summary credit report. Don't delay. Call 800-859-0720. That's 800-859-0720. 800-859-0720. So, along with everything else you have to do day-to-day running your business, You're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? Well, first, lighten the load. Get in touch with Salem Surround. We take the mysteries of digital marketing off your shoulders and deliver customers so you can run your business. To compete in today's business world, you must utilize every digital marketing tool possible. But who has the time to research, learn, and access all the options? Our team at Salem Surround has the expertise to manage all your digital marketing under one roof. It's easy, and there's no heavy lifting. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. There really are no limitations on how and where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. surroundtampa.com, connecting you with new customers. Sunday mornings at 7.30. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, but not only that, he gives us life, he gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 7.30 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country. Guys like me... Support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Learn how you can help at VeteransCrisisLine.net. We're back, Bill Bunkley here. It is a very busy Thursday afternoon. A lot is happening, and our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. Now that we have a, a minute to uh, take a breath, let's go ahead and take a look at uh, what's happening in the markets, particularly for those that are joining us um, on our biz channel this afternoon. Uh, notwithstanding what has happened into the Gulf, we've had uh, stocks rising today. And uh, even though that uh, the Trump administration has blamed the Iranians for the oil tanker situation, and um, we have uh, FedWatch going on, and uh, we also have news that General Electric wants to sell its stake in more than 100 startups. All of these things are concerns about the future of uh, the economy going forward. 
And um, by the way, Facebook got dumped from an S&P index that tracks socially responsible companies. And um, with that, uh, we have the markets are up, uh, closed up. The Dow Jones Industrials was up 101.9, closing at 26,106.77. S&P 500 up 11.8, closing at 2891.64. NASDAQ up 44.41, closing at 7837.13, and uh, that's your market report uh, here for today. All right, here's what we're going to do in the balance of the program. 74,000 ticket requests for President Trump's June the 18th Orlando National Campaign kickoff have been recorded. We'll talk about that in just a moment. A little bit of background on why this is happening in Orlando at the Orlando Arena that is, <laughs> it is absolutely right on adjacent to the I-4 corridor. Coming up the next hour, our nationally syndicated radio talk show host, my colleague Eric Metaxas, is going to be commenting on some comments by Francis Chan. And... Um, The comment has to do, he and Ravi Zacharias was um, uh, doing some speaking in Alfreda, Georgia. And uh, this is what we're going to be talking about. This will be in the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Quote, the church must stop apologizing for what God says is right and wrong in in the political correct culture. And that's something that we can ponder because... The principles of Scripture, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, and those of us that are Christ followers, we are under some intense pressure with um, the name-calling that's going on now and the fact that uh, we are expected to buck up, uh, not uh, protect our religious liberty, religious freedom, and to go along to get along. And uh, we'll talk about the fact that... uh, Many Christians uh, have been apologizing uh, that they were a Christian or apologizing for the word, and the word doesn't need anyone to apologize for it. So we'll let um, uh, we'll let that lay till the second hour, and Eric Metaxas is going to be joining us on that. Well, so far the president has not made any comments. Uh, he's at an employment uh, rollout event uh, there in the East Room of the White House. We're continuing to monitor that. Let's talk about what's happening in Orlando, Florida. June the 18th, 8 o'clock, that is next Tuesday. The president, the first lady, the vice president, the, 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 second, the second lady, the vice president's wife. It's going to be a big deal because in Orlando, it is time for the president of the United States to roll out his national campaign. Now, I want to tell you that there was no doubt that the Amway Arena, home of the Orlando Magic, you probably, if you go through the heart of downtown, it is on the north side of um, I-4. The only thing that separates that from I-4 is the street in between that and the the interstate. The interstate's elevated at that point, I believe, if I remember correctly. 
Now, the Orlando Arena holds about 20,000 in capacity. Now, I don't know how it's going to be configured for the presidential announcement. There were some early figures that it was going to be about 17,000 people inside. Now, most everybody, uh, whether you're left, right, or in the middle, I don't think anybody thought that, A, certainly the president is not going to have a problem filling the hall, and, B, that there would be an overflow out in and around the streets uh, of the uh, Orlando Arena. Plus, you've got uh, downtown. Some of the downtown eateries are right there. You just walk under the uh, I-4 raised um, expressway there. And so there's a lot of um, uh, area there for people to, to gather. But the president announced, I think it was yesterday, that he tweeted out that uh, at latest count, they have received, and they're still receiving the requests, by the way, they had received 74,000 requests. 74,000 requests, and that's climbing. That is very impressive. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the I-4 corridor. If you are savvy, and if you've listened to this program and other uh, commentators, especially when they're dealing with presidential politics in Florida, you know, the I-4 corridor is the battleground. It is ground zero, not only in Florida, but it appears now, since the president has chose this location, chosen this location, that uh, tomorrow I'll be commenting on the fact that I-4 corridor, Orlando, Amway Center, that is absolutely ground zero on a national basis. Because for sure, how goes Florida, how goes the nation? Now, there's other things that can happen around the nation that can cost the president the election, or they can come together to give the president the election. But I don't see many pathways if the president were to lose Florida. So you can you can be well assured that we are going to get an extreme amount of attention. Now, why the I-4 corridor? Well, the I-4 corridor is like the big hedge in Florida. It is like the big dividing line. Because north and east of the I-4 corridor, you have the panhandle, which is characteristically conservative. And then you go down below the hedge or the I-4 corridor, especially down to southeast Florida, and you have the liberal bastions of Palm Beach County and Broward County. And to some degree, some in Miami, but in Miami-Dade, you have a very large and thriving Cuban population. This is a Cuban population that is made up of... uh, descendants, or even some may still be alive, of the families uh, who were the families who had their property property confiscated. And by the way, let me break in right now that the president is has called Sarah Sanders up to the podium uh, in his um, meeting, uh, his announcement on some work initiatives. She's smiling. Uh, she's uh, looks like she's holding back the tears. President uh, is certainly saying some good things about her, and so hopefully, uh, don't know if we'll be able to turn around this hour. But if not, 
you can stay with me on AM 570 and 910, AM 570 or AM 910 in the second hour. And if we can grab those comments, we'll play those for you as breaking news as well. Uh, and again, Sarah Sanders, there's no doubt that she has been one of the most loyal of those uh, for President Trump and has been his chief apologist in the eyes of many, many, many storms. And so not only do I congratulate her, but when I think of uh, Mike Huckabee and uh, Mrs. Huckabee, they can be very, very proud of their daughter and uh, the stands that she has taken for conservative and very, very loyal to the president. And, Mike, as an added feature, Sarah Sanders is speaking. And so uh, it won't be uh, her comments uh, as she defends the president uh, there in the press room. She is uh, sharing some comments probably about her experiences with the president. And so uh, hopefully we'll have uh, some very interesting um, soundbite coming along uh, for you to, uh, to plug into. Now back to Florida. So what we have is we have the I-4 corridor, and if you remember that uh, Hillsborough County uh, went for uh, Hillary Clinton, so we've, we've turned blue in this county. As you move across the state, Lakeland went for Trump, and so it's been teetering. Now, if you've also been hearing a lot about Puerto Rico in the news and what we're going to do for Puerto Rico and how we're going to help Puerto Rico, well... That's because, let me remind you, that Puerto Rico is not a foreign country. Puerto Rico is a U.S. federal territory. Puerto Ricans are U.S. citizens, which means Puerto Ricans are registered to vote. There was a fairly significant Puerto Rican population before the hurricane devastated the Caribbean island. And uh, many people, because of the prolonged... um, challenges of trying to get power back on streets put together the whole nine yards a lot of families who had relatives here in america more particularly in uh, the uh, in the area of the i-4 corridor they have have come and uh, really increased that population and that can make a big difference in the florida vote the other uh thing that we're looking at is the uh, constitutional amendment that was put on the ballot uh, where there was a direct vote and now you have uh, the felons that are going to be part of uh, felons who have completed their restitution and uh, have uh, fully, fully uh, paid their debt to society. They're going to be entering into the, the voting aspects as well. So I want to start planting the seed right now, whether you're going to be supporting the Democrat an independent, or the Republican. Turnout, turnout, turnout. That is going to be the name of the game in Florida. Now, Republicans have done a better job at turning out than the Democrats. I just read that a couple of days ago. That goes against my thinking, but we'll go with uh, what that particular poll uh, registers. But I want to tell you that um, truly the direction of the nation is in the balance, just like it was in, in uh, 2016. Boy, it's more so in 2020. And I'll just say this. Regardless of what happens in America, regardless of what happens to me and persecution as a Christ follower, you know, I want to tell you that we talk about things and talk about how serious they are, but you know what? I just have a lot of joy. 
because no matter how good or bad it gets, I, I just got to tell you that when you have a relationship with Jesus Christ and you know how to break away from happiness, happiness, which is based on happenings, and you really understand the joy of the Lord and the infilling of the Holy Spirit, you know what? We can really manage to get through anything and everything. Phone lines are open. Your thoughts, 877-943-9673. As soon as Mike has those comments turned around, we'll let you hear from the president and Sarah Sanders. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up. Don't go away. I'll be right back. Writing a Christian book, you're doing an amazing thing, getting it all down on paper. But once you've got the manuscript, then what? Well, you can spend a year or more trying to find a publisher, or you can cut right to the chase. Make your book real with Zulon Press. Finding a publisher is time-consuming and uncertain. With Zulon Press, things are quick and definite. They specialize in one thing, helping Christian authors put their books in print. Zulon Press will publish your book. Zulon Press gets it into bookstores. Your book is on Amazon. Work with Zulon Press, and there's no question, you are a published author. If you're writing a Christian book, get your free publishing guide from Zulon Press. Just log on to ChristianPublishing.com. That's ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press, book publishing by Christians for Christians. Get your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. Zulon Press is a division of Salem Communications, the same people who bring you this nifty radio station. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. When it comes to hiring an AC technician, plumber, or electrician, it's a challenge to find one you can trust completely. Until now, at Cornerstone Pros, the commitment to workmanship and service surpasses customer standards. It's called the Cornerstone Difference. And big job or small, it means you can count on them to go out of their way to deliver exceptional customer service and value. Cornerstone Pro services include air conditioners, plumbing, electrical, and generators. Connect at cornerstonepros.com. That's cornerstonepros.com. This is a special alert for Americans who owe more than $10,000 in back taxes. Get ready for a toll-free hotline number. Call and get free information on how to take advantage of new initiatives that could significantly reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. Call Stop IRS Debt today at 800-893-8907. Learn how you can stop collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments all by using a proven A-plus BBB-rated tax system that negotiates with the IRS for you. If you have 
haven't filed returns in years or you're already in a payment plan, you can still get tax relief. The government is ready to work out a generous program that can resolve your tax debt quickly. Be warned, this situation won't last forever and your tax debt will only get worse if you don't act now. Do not try to handle it yourself. Call Stop IRS Debt now for free information. 800-893-8907. That's 800-893-8907. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God have commanded the light to shine out of darkness? Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. And uh, we're going to continue with our breaking news right now. And uh, Mike Miracle, who is always performing miracles, our most capable producer. And, of course, when you call 877-943-9673, you get to chat with Mike as he gets you ready to go. But just moments ago, we learned that Sarah Sanders uh, would be leaving as White House press secretary spokesperson at the end of June. Then just moments ago, she joined President Trump on the platform as he has been discussing a work initiative among a very large crowd within the East Room of the White House. Both uh, President Trump spoke and Sarah Sanders spoke uh, about her departure Here's that exchange. Let's listen in. And I thought maybe I'd just take a moment. So at the White House, and been with me now three and a half years before I won, before the election, is a person, a friend, a woman, a great, great, magnificent person, actually, named Sarah Huckabee Sanders. And she's very popular. She's very popular. And... She's done an incredible job, and we've been through a lot together, and she's tough, but she's good. You know, you also have tough and bad, right? She's tough, and she's good. She's great. And she's going to be leaving uh, the service of her country, and she is going to be going, I guess you could say private sector, but I hope she's going to — she comes from a great state, Arkansas. That was a state I won by a lot, so I like it, right? <laughs> But we love Arkansas, and she's going to be going back to Arkansas with her great family. Her husband is a fantastic guy and her family. And I don't know, Phil and folks, if we can get her to run for the governor of Arkansas, I think she'll do very well. And I, I'm trying to get her to do that. But I just saw her in the room, and I, I really wanted to call her up. She's a special person, a very, very uh, fine woman. She has been so great. She has such heart. She's strong, but with great, great heart. And I want to thank you for an outstanding job. And thank you. Come. Thank you, Thank you. Thank you so much. 
I'll try not to get emotional um, because I know that crying can make us look weak sometimes, right? <laughs> uh, this has been the honor of a lifetime, the opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, I couldn't be prouder to have had the opportunity to serve my country and particularly to work for this president. Uh, he has accomplished so much in these two and a half years, and it's truly been uh, something I will treasure forever. Uh, it's one of the greatest jobs I could ever have. I've loved every minute, even the hard minutes. Uh, I have loved it. I love the president. I love the team that I've had the opportunity to work for. The president is surrounded by some of the most incredible and most talented people you could ever imagine. And uh, it's truly the most special experience. Uh, the only one I can think of that might top it just a little bit is uh, the fact that I'm a mom. I have three amazing kids and uh, I'm gonna spend a little more time with them. And in the, in the meantime, I'm gonna continue to uh, be one of the most uh, outspoken and loyal supporters of the president and his agenda. And I know he's gonna have an incredible six more years and get a whole lot more done, like what we're here to celebrate today. And uh, I don't wanna take away from that. So I certainly wanna get back to the tremendous thing that the people behind me have done and thank you so much, Mr. President. It's truly an honor. There you have it, the future governor of the great state of, Ar state of Arkansas. Well, we'll have to wait and see. But I tell you what, uh, her daddy is well-loved there as well as her mom as the first lady of Arkansas. And uh, I tell you that uh, Sarah Sanders, she is one smart mom, I'll start with. And she's one smart uh, woman when it comes to conservative politics and uh, what's right for America. And I know for those of you listening on our stations today, whether uh, you're with our answer stations or our faith talk stations and, and, and the biz as well, uh, you know uh, what this pedigree was all about. And so the president uh, is going to be lacking his number one spokesperson, and she did a great job for him. And she's right. The issues that have been accomplished by the president uh, from a conservative worldview have been nothing less than astonishing, even though his bedside manner, we have to kind of uh, comment on that from time to time. But you know what? Uh, moving in the right direction as far as the issues. Well, when we get into the second hour, Eric Metaxas is going to join us. Is the church apologizing too much for God's word? And should we just uh, in love stand on God's word? He and I will have that discussion. Of course, he's our nationally syndicated talk show host. Uh, you hear him right here on AM 57910. And uh, we also have a lot more to talk about. Phone lines will be open, 877-943-9673. So if you're signing off and staying with uh, the answer to biz, that's great. We'll see you tomorrow at 4. If not, come on over to AM 570 or AM 910. And the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show will get underway after a short break. We'll be right back. Well, you wouldn't even know a diamond if you held it in your hand. The things you think are precious, I can't understand. Are you reeling in the east? Stowing away the time. Are you gathering up the tears? Have you had enough of mine? Are you real? It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to ChristianHeadlines.com. 
Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news. And then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. If you are arrogant, remember that it is not you who supports the root, but the root who supports you. In verse 20 and 21, it says to the Christians, don't be arrogant. If God didn't spare Jewish people for unbelief, why would he spare you? Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Sarah Huckabee Sanders will be departing her position as White House Press Secretary at the end of this month. She told a meeting at the White House today it was an honor to serve President Trump. This has been the honor of a lifetime, the opportunity of a lifetime. Uh, I couldn't be prouder to have had the opportunity to serve my country and particularly to work for this president. Uh, He has accomplished so much in these two and a half years, and it's truly been uh, something I will treasure forever. Again, Sarah Huckabee Sanders will be leaving her job as White House press secretary to return home to Arkansas. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says Iran is believed to be responsible for attacks on two tankers today in the Persian Gulf. Pompeo says this is the latest in a series of Iranian attacks. Taken as a whole, these unprovoked attacks present a clear threat to international peace and security, a blatant assault on the freedom of navigation, and an unacceptable campaign of escalating tension by Iran. The U.S. Navy rushed in to assist the stricken vehicles in the Gulf of Oman off the coast of Iran. The ship's operators offered no immediate explanation on what weapons caused the damage or who used them against the MT Front Altair and the Kokuga Courageous. The president has created a political firestorm on Capitol Hill after saying he would listen to foreign dirt on political rivals. Speaker Nancy Pelosi accusing the president of inviting foreign interference in U.S. elections. That's an assault on our democracy. Republican House Leader Kevin McCarthy. I don't want to see any foreign government try to interfere in our election. McCarthy refused to directly respond to the president's remarks. Democrats will propose new legislation requiring anyone receiving so-called foreign dirt on rivals to report it to authorities. That's Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. On Wall Street, the up by 102 points. The Nasdaq rose 44. The S&P advanced 12. Oil up to 52.28 a barrel. More on these stories at townhall.com. Your retirement accounts are at risk. That's right. Your entire retirement savings have never been more exposed. If you have retirement investments, there is an IRS loophole that can't save your nest egg. Don't let government bail-ins and fiscal irresponsibility wipe out your savings. Text loophole to 49776 to get Advantage Gold's explosive report that bankers and Wall Street do not want you to see. Your wealth is threatened by political infighting, massive debt, stock market volatility, and experts predict that the U.S. dollar could lose its status as the global reserve currency. Learn all about the IRS loophole that can protect you from massive losses. This IRS loophole could be your last chance to secure your assets. Text loophole to 49776 right now. Don't risk losing your entire retirement. Text loophole to 49776. Don't delay. Text loophole to 49776 now.
The family of former Red Sox star David Ortiz says he's slowly improving after sustaining serious injuries in a targeted shooting attack. The wife of the former Boston Red Sox star known as Big Poppy, David Ortiz, says her husband remains in guarded condition at a Boston hospital and continues to heal and make progress. Tiffany Ortiz released a statement through the Red Sox, and she thanked the man who drove Ortiz to the hospital after he was attacked and shot in his native Dominican Republic. She also thanked the medical team in the Dominican Republic who took care of him before he was moved to Boston. Six people have been detained in connection with the shooting. One of the suspects being sought in the shooting is believed to be a man wanted by Pennsylvania authorities on a similar charge of attempted homicide. I'm Jennifer King. Southwest Airlines delaying the possible return date for the troubled Boeing 737 MAX, which remains grounded after two deadly crashes. The airline is removing the jet from its schedule through September 2nd and canceling about 100 flights a day as a result. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Britain's Home Secretary says he has signed an extradition order that would send imprisoned WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange to the U.S. if British courts favor the move. Sajid Javid has told BBC Radio the legal system will decide whether Assange must face espionage charges. He is scheduled to face an extradition hearing Friday on the U.S. request, but a decision is likely months away. Assange is currently serving a 50-week sentence in London's Belmarsh Prison for jumping bail in Britain. The U.S. plan to prosecute him for espionage has raised free speech issues, with Assange asserting he's a journalist shielded by the First Amendment. Charles Ledesma, London. Sweden's hosting talks between major powers with stakes in dealing with Venezuela's political turmoil. The latest effort to jumpstart flagging attempts to find a peaceful solution to the country's deepening crisis. Representatives of the U.N., the Vatican, Cuba, and the European Union were attending those talks. More on these stories at townhall.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll-free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome back. This is Bill Bunkley for Hour 2 of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Thursday afternoon, the 13th of June. Glad to have you with us. Our phone lines are always open for you, 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Do you think the church has been apologizing too much in our American culture for the Word of God? Do you think that the church is over-accommodating when the Word of God is challenged so openly in this secular world that we live in in America, this secular culture? Should the church stop 
apologizing for what God says is right and wrong, the truth in the Scripture, truth is given to the writers of the 67 books, Should we bow down to the politically correct culture? Well, Francis Chan was in a discussion uh, recently on a college campus uh, in Alfreda, Georgia. And uh, he made some comments in this area. And so someone who I know also, as your host does, has a lot to think about uh, these issues, our national Salem Radio Talk Show host, Eric Metaxas. Uh, you have a chance to listen in to him at 9.30 in the mornings and at 2 o'clock in the afternoons here on 5.70 and 9.10 a.m. He's going to be joining me a little bit later on during this hour, at the bottom of the hour, to talk about this very subject. And, uh, and of course, we're not talking about having a brutal debate in, in, in just who's going to win the debate, but in love. Do we remain quiet too too often as a church? Are pastors afraid to speak out on the big issues of the day? Because those issues are, quite frankly, they are abortion. They are gender-related. They are married-related. And those three certainly can easily be 180 degrees in the opposite direction of this politically correct very loud world that we live in. But is that retreat, is our retreat, is our being quiet, is that hurting the advancement of the gospel? We'll talk about that at the bottom of the hour. But before we do, I want to talk about legacy. I want to talk about a legacy. And quite frankly, I want to talk about your legacy. What legacy are you going to leave behind when you breathe your last breath on this earth? How important is your legacy for you see if you take out your calendar and if you were look at the last 12 months and able to assess a breakdown of your time time with your family time for work time for play time for studying time for school That would be a good roadmap for your legacy because that is where you spent your time, your treasures, and your talents. And you know, we're supposed to leave a legacy, not only of ourselves, but for our children. And before I talk a little bit deeper about your legacy, I'd like to share a legacy that just really caught my attention. Andrea Morris was reporting for CBN News. 
There is a woman in Halifax County, North Carolina. One of the things that's special about her, but not the most special thing, is she just became 106 years old. Happened on June the 5th. And you know why she believes she lived so long? She says it was God. Her name is Ruth Hilliard. She was a school teacher. She was a Sunday school teacher for decades and decades and decades. She is a woman who has walked the walk for 106 years. She has taught the children that have been under her tutelage the same truths that have been the guidepost for her life. Have been the pillars of now a very remarkable, godly legacy that she is leaving behind. There is one particular passage in Scripture. Happens to be her favorite Scripture verse. But it really sums up her life and her life mission. Psalms, the 91st chapter, 15 and 16. The Word of God says, He will call on me. And I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him or her and honor him or her. With long life, I will satisfy him or her and show him or her my salvation. That was, that was Ruth's Bible verse. She staked her life on it. And it was a wonderful, wonderful pillar of truth to stake a life on. Keep in mind that, imagine how much she has seen in 106 years. The history she has lived through in the Carolinas. She grew up in a world with no stoplights. A world that didn't have Band-Aids. And apparently bubblegum had not even been invented. She has a son, three grandchildren, and a great-grandchild. She was recognized by the legislature. So let me ask you about you. If you make it to 100, is your testimony about the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, is that what's going to be the flagship of your legacy? Because I'm going to tell you what, we're going to be held accountable, and I think we're seeing already in America today, especially apparent among Christian families, that there are some were not a strong legacy was built within your children. 
Not that you meant not to, but here are some priority verses I want to share with you before we take a break. Ask yourself, are these part of your legacy? Or if you had a chance to do a redo, would they be part of your legacy? And more important, can you help your children? Can you reconnect with your children? We'll be having the next children or next generation. I don't think we teach enough about legacy. Some folks don't even think twice about their legacy that they're leaving. In the book of Psalms, chapter 78 and 4, the Bible says, We will not hide them from their children, but to but tell to the coming generation the glorious deeds of the Lord and his might and the wonders that he has done. Have we gotten cold to the wonders of the Lord? Have we gotten cold to the miracles of the New Testament? Have we gotten cold with, with realizing that we have the Holy Spirit inside of us and to teach our children and leave a legacy of yielding to that spirit, consulting that spirit, not getting ahead of the Lord by way of that spirit. That's a legacy. That's an important life lesson. You know Deuteronomy 6, 5 through 7. You shall love Love the Lord your God with God with half a quarter. No. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently, diligently to your children. And and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. What does that mean? There's no compartments in Christianity. We're talking about a legacy of teaching the ways of God 24-7, 365 days a year. The Word of God being your priority. Is that your legacy? Could you give that testimony when you turn 106? Psalm 14, 5 and 4 says, One generation shall commend your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. Have we... Have we fallen down to commend our works to others? We've got to share the gospel. First with our family, and then with those in an unsaved world. Paul's letter to his young associate, Timothy. It was the second letter that he wrote. Check out chapter 2, verse 2 of 2 Timothy. And think about this one. And what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, 
entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. And that's men and women. That's just so powerful. So powerful. And you know, if we are living a Psalm 112, 112, 1 through 3, how often a day do you praise the Lord? Do you just, do you just have that smile come on your face? Maybe you're at a stoplight. Maybe you're at your office or place of business or, or just a, a moment of sitting down and you just smile and you say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Continue to teach me and show me to have a joyful spirit in the midst of the most awful circumstances. Because I know that your Holy Spirit indwells inside, and I also know that you're standing with me. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man or woman who fears the Lord, who greatly, greatly delights in his commandments. His offspring will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. And lastly, let's talk about things before we take a break. Proverbs 13:22. Probably when I mention legacy to most, this is probably the, the verse that comes to mind. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. So let's just take about a minute to break that down. You know, what is sin? Sin is acting contrary to God. And I believe that we have been we have been fooled by the devil. We've been fooled by Satan in the area of our personal finances. There's no doubt that there are a lot of secular pressures, Wall Street, uh, or I should say Madison Avenue. You gotta buy this, gotta have this, and you gotta 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 gotta. Every day, you know. And some folks have to go out and shop and buy something every couple of days. People are addicted to the online shopping networks that, uh, you know, some of these horror stories about houses that someone dies and there are unopened boxes from the, uh, you know, the cable TV uh, shopping channels never even opened. Think about all that money. You know, the God, God has a lot to say about our finances about tithing and gifts and I I I I have I have violated this area just like many of you have does it mean you keep violating it but when you when you talk about the fact that the sinner's wealth is laid up laid up for the righteous what that means is if you will follow God's principles or get back on God's principles, and sometimes there's going to be, you know, 
you're going to have to put up with the casualty of what you've done. You're forgiven, and the God will, will restore you. But, you know, you've got to pay the price. And, and imagine if you really believe that God's money, that your money is God's money. He has asked for 10% plus back and left you with, well, if you don't give any gifts, 90%. But the idea is you could back that up a little bit and live off 85, 90%, 80%, 90%. And then part of that is to put away 10%. It's a little late for me, but realize that you ought to be teaching your children if you put away 10% for your tithe now that you're 18 or 19, and you also put aside 10% for the rest of your life, you will not only have an abundance of resources for you to do God's work and invest in many ministries, you would have a tremendous amount of money to pass along to uh, not only your sons and daughters in a trust, and then that trust could also spell out how much they would be working off of and to save uh, some money from the trust for the second generation. And you could fulfill this scripture. I know I'm talking to a lot of folks that are in debt. And Lord knows, not just because the last year and a half, but certainly because of my last year and a half or so, I, I, I'm well familiar with debt. I'm well familiar with too much month for the money. And... Um, Uh, Is it not a struggle? Yeah, it is. But, you know, when you have those unexpected bends in the road and uh, with my leukemia diagnosis and what I'm dealing with now for a couple of years after the fact with the recovery process, you know, it's part of the challenges that God gives us. So how am I going to react? How are you going to react? You can't worry and fret. As much as you can fall into that, you just got to move forward. So, I say all this to say, I hope that you will find a place to go to a quiet place. Sometime in the next few days or this weekend, sit down with a pen and a pad and, and define legacy for yourself. Ask yourself, why did God place me here? What is his plan? Am, have I been on his plan or has it been my plan? Have I wanted to make a million dollars or have I wanted to serve him? Those are the questions because those are eternal questions. And I can tell you what, laying up the type of crowns here in this testing ground, this proving ground, this this earth that we call sanctification, it it will have rewards in heaven. So as we are trying to figure out why our younger generation is has drifted off so terribly, why God is not so relevant. And in a moment, we'll be talking about the church apologizing for God's word. I just had on my heart these last few days to share some various aspects of the choices we make and who or whose we're following. And uh, I'm not here to make that judgment call for you, but I am asking you to consider making that judgment call for yourself. For some of you, it could have eternal consequences, both good and absolutely horrible. 877-943-9673. Let's take a break. I'm Bill Bunkley, The Bill Bunkley Show. Be right back.
It's healthy to be afraid of God, right? Living as a Christian means dying to yourself daily. You can never be certain of God's will for your life. Perhaps as a Christian, you've heard these ideas, heard them so often that they sound like biblical truth. But what if Scripture says they're lies? Hi, I'm Andrew Farley, author of Twisted Scripture, untangling 45 lies Christians have been told. If you've ever questioned your closeness to God or wondered if God's grace is running out on you, then this book is for you. To get a taste, visit this station's website today to download my free guide to your new identity in Christ. And be sure to enter for a chance to win a VIP trip to Dallas, Texas this fall. Download your free guide and enter to win a trip to Dallas at letstalkfaith.com. Letstalkfaith.com. Across America, it's snoring season. 90 million Americans make this sound every night. If you have a blocked or narrow nose, you're more likely to open your mouth to breathe, causing snoring. Introducing an ingenious Australian invention called Mute. Mute is a comfortable nasal device that helps you breathe more easily through your nose and snore less. Put snoring season to bed, America. For more information, go to MuteSnoring.com. Mute. Breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Offer not valid in all states or where prohibited by law. Loans are subject to lender approval. See website for details. Need cash now? One of the nation's largest personal loan networks, GetCash.com, is the place to go when you need money fast. All you need is a checking account and a regular source of income. And you could get up to $5,000 discreetly with your computer or smartphone in as little as 24 hours, regardless of your credit history. Get the cash you need fast at GetCash.com. That's GetCash.com. GetCash.com. So, along with everything else you have to do day to day running your business, you're trying to manage your digital marketing and social media. It's a lot of heavy lifting. How can you compete? You need some help from Salem Surround. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at SurroundTampa.com. SurroundTampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Coming up shortly, my colleague Eric Metaxas. Salem Radio Talk Show host. We're going to talk about uh, is the church apologizing too much to the culture for what God says is right and wrong? And are the very subjects that pastors should be teaching the word of God, the truth, are they the very subjects that the culture has shut down in many Christian circles because it's politically incorrect? That's coming up in a moment. Well, just a quick seg- excuse me, just a quick segment. How many of you listening today have a daughter or a granddaughter? If you do, um, are they plugging in with a magazine? I think it's online or in print called Teen Vogue. This is not the not the first time that Teen Vogue has been in the headlines. Uh, in terms of uh, 
anti-conservative wisdom and guidance to your teenagers. I want to just tell you that um, this magazine or this online post, I think in the June issue, it has an article giving teenagers specific instructions on how to get an abortion without telling mom and dad. That's right. Teen Vogue telling teenagers, teenage girls, how to get an abortion without telling you, mom and dad. And it's, uh, it's the June 6th article on sexual health and identity. And it talks about how tricky it is for a teenage girl to get an abortion. The author then instructs the teenagers about what's happening in each individual state, how they're different. She points out which states today do not require parental consent which we failed to pass here in Florida, I'm embarrassed to say, because of members in our Florida Senate. It teaches them how to obtain a judicial bypass if they don't want their parents involved in an abortion decision. And, uh, And by the way, even though the print edition has been pulled in some areas. The online version has not been pulled. Now here we have teenagers who we should never stop striving for those teenagers to talk to their moms and their dads. To have that dialogue. And if you're going to teach teenagers to not talk to your mom and dad about this important life and death decision, potentially for the teenager and the unborn baby, they're just reinforcing the fact to bypass the parents on everything. So I just want to give you a bit of advice. I would very much keep an eye out because I don't think that Teen Vogue, that's Teen Vogue, is a type of magazine you ought to be condoning for your your young ones to, to read anyway. And this is not the first time they've been fairly controversial. Now, coming up, you don't want to miss the next segment because the next segment has an awful lot to do with what's going on in America, in our churches, with some of our pastors. And so we're going to take a break in just a moment. And uh, Eric McTaxis is going to be joining me. And we're going to be talking about a statement made by Francis Chan. And uh, pastors, this may be a little bit of an ouch, but uh, if you're listening, hang with us because... Maybe I've got something and Eric's got something for you to to you to commit to prayer. Especially as we are engaging the culture at the same time we are sharing the good news of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I'm Bill Bunkley, gonna take a quick time out when we come back. 
Eric Metaxas. Seems like all I could see was the struggle. W262CP, Bayonet Point. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Senior U.S. officials say they do not believe the threat from Iran is over after oil tankers came under a suspected attack near the strategic Strait of Hormuz. Speaking on condition of anonymity to discuss the sensitive matter, the officials say the U.S. has photographed an unexploded mine on the side of one of the tankers and assesses Iran was responsible for the attack. The photograph is expected to be made public later today. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders will be leaving the Trump administration at the end of the month. President Trump announced the news on Twitter Wednesday. He says Sanders will be returning to her home state of Arkansas and is not immediately named a replacement. Sanders is one of the president's closest and most trusted White House aides and one of the few remaining who worked on his original campaign. On Wall Street, the drop by 102 points. The Nasdaq rose 44. The S&P advanced 12. This is SRN News. Here's Dr. Charles Stanley, keeping believers in touch with God. How many of you close your Bible on Sunday and open it the next Sunday? I would say to anybody, you close this book and you live all week long and never open the Word of God, never read it. What is your life like at the end of the week? It won't be like it ought to be. You say, well, now you don't know me. No, I don't. But I know what he said to Joshua. He said to him, meditate on it day and night. Because listen, we're talking about this is the Word of God. This is the message of God. This is God personally talking to you through His Word. He knows what He wants to give you, how He wants to prosper you. He knows that more than anyone else in the world. He says, meditate on my Word day and night. For help and hope from God's Word, visit In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley at InTouch.org. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with Aqua Powders Vitamin C, available at Amazon. That's Aqua Powders with a Z, available at Amazon. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. President Trump scored a big win last week after his weeks-long confrontation with Mexico over our neighbor's lax enforcement of its southern border. And it's left his critics sputtering. They are scrambling to find some way of containing what is a clear Trump triumph. And their flailing about denies the obvious. President Trump played high-stakes poker, and he won a big round with Mexico on border security. Media elites, well, many just deny it. The voters, though, and I don't mean the Twitter Democrats, but voters of all ages and ideologies, are a pretty smart bunch. They know generally that tariffs are a lousy idea in terms of economic growth. They know, too, that tariffs can be a blunt instrument of national power in confrontations unrelated to economic growth. Trump's record may be mixed, but not last week. Last week, he won big. He should resume his full push for immigration reform and border security talks with Democrats right now. It might actually work. I'm Hugh Hewitt. 
the Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree. Apply by June 15th for fall classes. Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven. Mm. The faith is not away. Eternal in the heavens. we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. What if I could tell you that a full-blown wildfire was going to occur tomorrow right where you live? Tell you exactly which neighborhoods it would engulf and how fast it would do it. The first thing you would do is talk with your loved ones and make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a wildfire will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you make a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. I was buried beneath my shame. Who could carry that kind of weight? We're back, Bill Bunkley here talking about the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords who can carry all of that weight in your life and my life. Welcome back to our final segment this afternoon. Well, let me ask you a question, and that is, are you thinking about a new school for your son or daughter next year? Now, the clock is really running down. We're in June, but I want to tell you that if you're looking for a new institution, well, check out our Christian tuitions. That's right. As some of the finest schools around our greater Bay Area, we have half-price-off tuitions just for you. That's right. If you look at one of our schools and you're interested, go to our website at christiantuitions.com. That's christiantuitions.com. Check out to how you can qualify, which all, everyone can qualify, uh, for the half-price-off tuitions. And you can see the list of schools that are participating in the program. See one you like, you like the program, hey, it'll tell you exactly how to get in contact with us. We'll get you in contact with the school. And remember, half-price-off the annual tuition for the first year We're talking, in many cases, thousands of dollars. Well, let me ask you a question. Is the church apologizing too much today for the Word of God? Are pastors apologizing too much for the Word of God? Are pastors not preaching about certain elements, especially some of the key issues in the American culture today and around the world? Well, that's the subject of our next segment. I think it's going to be an important conversation. And to join me to look at some comments that Francis Chan made with uh, uh, Ravi Zacharias at a recent uh, appearance in Alpharetta, Georgia, is Eric Metaxas. And you all know who Eric is. He's right here on AM 570 and 910 each weekday night at 915 and Sunday afternoons at 2 o'clock as he hosts the Eric Metaxas Show It's a show about everything, and it's a great uh, two-hour opportunity to really learn. Now, ABC News has called him a photogenic, witty ambassador for faith in public life, and the Indianapolis Star described him as a Protestant version of William F. Buckley. Now, that's Buckley and not Bunkley, just to be clear. And he's a senior fellow and lecturer at large for the King's College in New York City, where he lives in Manhattan with his wife and his daughter, Eric Metaxas, good to have you with us today. 
Well, it's my privilege, and what a what an interesting topic to talk about. I have to say, I was I was very proud of Francis Chan saying what he said. I think it needs saying. It's an interesting thing, you know. the The church and the culture were like pendulums. You know, we we get stuff wrong, and then we self correct, and then we self correct too much, and then we got to self correct the correction. It's it's really kind of a a crazy thing. But I have to agree with his comments about. Uh, we've gotten to a place in the culture where Christians are afraid almost to say what God says because we think it's going to offend people. And I think, you know what? We shouldn't offend people. We should speak with love and sensitivity. But at the end of the day, we're not saying what we believe. We're saying what, what we believe is true, that we, we, don't, we don't really get an option to not believe it if we really look at it. And so I, I do think that it needs to be said. It doesn't mean to be a bold jerk, you know, like God doesn't call us to be to be big mouth jerks, but he does call us to present something that's different than the way the world thinks. And so Francis Chan's comments, I, I have to say, I was just thrilled to hear him say them. And I think they're long overdue. And to sort of set the platform, uh, Eric, you know, the idea is who's influencing who? Is the Word of God influencing the culture, or is the culture influencing the Word of God? And I think that starting with some of our pastors, key word some, they have cowered away. I mean, three of the big issues in the culture today have to do with abortion, have to do with gender, and uh, have to do with marriage. And the Bible is very clear on all three. But, Eric, we are cowering away, and if our leaders are going to cower away for fear of losing congregants, no wonder we're in trouble with the faith in America. Well, there's there's no doubt about it. I totally agree with you. And listen, I've always been somebody that says if if you can say something in a way that is sensitive and that is loving and that is, you know, you you have to understand there's pain on the other side. You you can't pretend that uh, you're just talking to monsters all the time. People are in a lot of pain. And so if you're talking to somebody about uh, let's say, same-sex attraction. You know, it's not 1950. We're living in a world that is so sexualized, you can see people getting angry and saying, you know what, straight people, everywhere you turn, there's sexual imagery and whatever. What, what about me? And I think we have to understand that the message we're sharing, it's so radical. It's so radical. But I think people are looking, they are looking for truth. They are sensing that this mealy mouth, you know, we're just going to agree with whatever the culture says. People aren't fooled. I mean, parents with kids in school getting all this transgender insanity, they're not fooled. They're looking for something that is true. And the church is the only place you're going to find that. It's the only place. The Word of God is the only place you're going to find the truth. And I have to say that you have many pastors that are really afraid, as you said. They're just shrinking from it. And I think, wow, if I really love Let's say there's a 15-year-old in my congregation who is same-sex attracted. If I really love that kid, I want to tell him the good news, that he does not have to act on those attractions. Don't listen to what people tell you. You do not have to act on those those attractions any more than a woman, let's say 16 years old who's pregnant, has to have an abortion. We've gone so far in one direction that the message of God is is a breath of fresh air if it's delivered with compassion and love. And you're right. A lot of people are afraid of, of losing congregants. There's nothing new under the sun. That's been, you know, uh, been going on forever. 
but let it not be out of our mouths. And I think that uh, if you're worried about church growth, you know, maybe you're focusing on the wrong thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. You listen to the voice of Eric Metaxas. And by the way, you can catch him tonight at 915 right here on AM 570-910. And by the way, his website, which is a great, great source of information, and he's also uh, a very prolific author. Go to ericmetaxas.com, ericmetaxas.com. You know, Eric, if first of all, the last few years has really escalated in terms of these different uh, uh, ways that people conduct themselves personally, relationships and everything. So it certainly has taken the, the, the Christian congregants uh, sort of by by storm, and, and right. they may not know exactly how should I respond. But if their pastor in the pulpit, through love, is not showing by his instruction That's on how we are it. to think and relate, how in the world is, is our, our, our rank-and-file Christian folks with no model, how are they going to understand how to do this in love to confront the culture? I, I'm telling you, I grew up uh, in a church like that, at least for most of my upbringing, uh, a lot of people, let's say they go to a Catholic church or whatever, what the church officially teaches has nothing to do with what you're hearing from the pulpit. What you hear from the pulpit is your knowledge of the faith. And if the pastors are not telling the faithful, this is our stand on abortion, this is our stand on marriage, this is our stand on sex before marriage, if you don't tell that to people, what do we think they're going to get? And a lot of people are saying, well, they're getting that someplace else. Well, you better be sure that they're getting it someplace else, because if they're not getting it from the pulpit, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be on us. And I, I speak, I'm not pointing fingers. I think that this is a huge challenge for us. But we have to understand that if you care about especially the young people, there are people in your, in your church making all kinds of decisions. And if they are not suffused with the joy and the love of God, they will make the wrong decisions. The culture will push them to make decisions that are going to break their own hearts, break the hearts of those around them. And so it really is important that Christians know what we believe. And again, we're never going re- to represent it perfectly. But if you don't know in the first place the basics and know that it's your responsibility to live that way, even if you don't say anything about it, if you're living that way, people are going to notice because most of the culture is not living that way. If you have a standard of sex is only inside marriage between a husband and a wife. That is radical stuff in this day and age. And I think that, yes. you know, there are a lot of people, even in the church, they don't hold to that standard. And you think, well, what, then what are we selling? We're selling nothing. No wonder people sneer at us. Why are you wasting your time in church on Sunday morning? Why do you talk about Jesus? You're not living it. doesn't seem very attractive to me. I think if we're not looking different uh, in some way, you know, you can look – you can look so different that you take pride in looking different, and that becomes spiritual pride. But as Francis Chan was saying, we've swung in the other direction where we are really unable to see a clear difference. And if pastors are not making that attractive to young people, uh, then those young people are going to get swept away by the culture. And it will happen to good kids. We're not talking about bad kids. We're talking about good kids. They're looking for answers, and they're going to get swept by the culture. And I really – I'm just thrilled that, you know – that you're talking about this on your program. Let's talk a little bit, Eric Metaxas, about uh, stereotypes. In this discussion, there certainly are stereotypes that Christians have, the non-Christians, and stereotypes, of course, the non-Christians are Christians, especially in some of these sensitive areas. 
yeah. uh, we all know, and you've heard the term, you know, hurt people hurt people. Now, yep. I know that Christians may have a stereotype of a homosexual, but, boy, time and time again, and the last one was uh, Ellen DeGeneres, you'll hear about something that happened oftentimes in their past. Well, that's right. Of, of that is someone right. These people that's had are, a deal. They've been hurt, and, and hurt that's people right. hurt people, and then they're defending. And they, they want the truth, but, man, they, they've had a rough road, and sometimes Christians don't understand that. Well, and listen, the, Christians are often, uh, you know, we're we're often the problem. Now, the other side of this coin is that I think the church often beats up on the church too much. Hey, we're screwed up people. The church is people, and we're screwed yes. up. We're saved by grace ourselves. And and I think a lot of times people want to make it sound like, oh, the church is judgmental or whatever. Some churches are, but you know what? I haven't seen very many in this day and age. This is not, you know— 1960. Most churches are going bending over backwards to reach out. I mean, you know, if there's a pastor that doesn't have tattoos at this point, I'd like to meet him. So the whole idea that we're these, you know, church ladies and stuff, that's that's a satanic lie. There is such love in the church for the hurting, for the non-believer, for people who are struggling sexually. There is so much of that. And so I think part of it is we, we have to not let the world put that uh, label on us that we're moralists and that we're hypocrites and whatever, because frankly, I have not seen a lot of that. I mean, just because it exists doesn't mean that it's the norm. I've seen a lot of people working really hard to bless others that they've never even met. You know, uh, you hear about people uh, who are working to, 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 to help babies be born, and then people say, well, yeah, but what about when they're born? And I say, you know what? I know so many people because of their Christian faith, they are helping people uh, to, to, to raise those kids and to do stuff and whatever. So we shouldn't buy into the world's negative view of the church. In a way, we need to be proud that, that God has given us the, the honor to be his representatives and to, to be bold about it. And, and, and I, I do think that we can be way too apologetic. It's a discernment issue. I mean, you understand. Some people need to be more humble about they're preaching, they're kind of in your face, and it's, all it does is rub people the wrong way. But I think you've got way more people that are ashamed to speak because they're not sure what they believe themselves. And listen, if you know the love and forgiveness of Jesus, it's going to be hard to shut up about it. And so I think that that's really – that's the challenge for us. Do we believe it? Have we seen it? Because uh, if you have, it's going to be reflected in the way you treat people, in the way you reach out to people. Uh I, I just, uh, the, the, you know, the church itself, we need to have a revival ourselves, and and then a lot of these things will change. Yeah, I want to tell you, Eric, as you well know, you know, the issues that we are encountering, and that is, uh, uh, you know, the fight for life or the uh, situation over sexual sin. Well, you know, you've got far more people that have been involved with affairs, sex outside of marriage than what we have in a homosexual situation. And so we're just talking about sexual sin. And then when you talk about the family, but got about 30 seconds left. The idea, though, is, is that in love, we are following what we believe is truth. And in love, we want to share with you what we believe in truth. And in that way, to admit that we're not perfect, I think that's the key. Give you the final word. Well, I, I think that's right. And listen, I think that on some level, sometimes we're called to be cocky because when I say that, it's not the world's way of being cocky, but it's like we have something so beautiful and so wonderful. And guess what? 
We want to share it with you. We don't want to keep it to ourselves. We want to help you to be blessed by it. And so I really think that we need to be bold and loving, and people who are hungry, they will get it. I want to tell you that's just a taste of what you will be able to hear on the issues of the day. That's coming up tonight at 9.15 right here on AM 570 and 9.10. It's the uh, Eric Metaxas radio show. And uh, his website, by the way, again, you want to put this as one of your favorites. That's ericmetaxas.com, E-R-I-C-M-E-T-A-X-A-S.com. Eric McTaxis, always glad to have you with us. Always very, very interested in your insight along with our audience. Have a great evening, and uh, God bless you, my friend. God bless you. Bye-bye. Take care, my friend. Bye-bye. All right. Eric McTaxis tonight at 915, and very, very, very thoughtful and uh, communicative of the culture of the day. So we're going to wrap things up here. It's been a very, very busy day with the breaking news. And I'm uh, going to remind you that coming up in just a moment, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, on today's edition of Living Truth, Ordinary Matters Part 2. That's Ordinary Matters Part 2. Just stay with us because uh, great insight coming up as well. We're going to wrap things up on this Thursday. Tomorrow, of course, we'll have our time with Movie Guide as well as Focus on the Family. Until then, stay dry. Have a great evening. God bless and good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 